World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. 22 after 6, good morning. Pakistan has now launched missile attacks into Iranian territory, killing nine people after Iran fired missiles into Pakistan this week. Both countries say they're trying to hit what they refer to as separatist groups that are operating on the border between them. Pakistan's also recorded its ambassador to Iran, but also this week, Ministers from both countries met in Davos. Their navies have been carrying out joint exercises. Zinat Adam is the Deputy Executive Director at the Afro-Middle East Centre. Zinat, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. Things have certainly taken a turn once again. Indeed. So we're going to have to start at the beginning here. Iran and Pakistan share a border that's 900 kilometres long. Why are they launching missiles into each other's territory? Well, I think that this is part of a broader issue. If we look at the situation along this border, as you've mentioned, there have been separatist movements in the Balochistan area. But this is also quite a volatile region because it also borders Afghanistan. Now, Iran's attacks earlier this week um, had come in the context of indicating that they're, they're trying to target a group called Jaysh al-Adil, whom they believed to be terrorist uh, organization. Um, They did so without consultation and without looking at a diplomatic agreement with Pakistan. And so Pakistan saw this as a violation of their territorial integrity. Their initial response from Pakistan was just to recall their ambassador and to try and deal with this diplomatically. But I think because of pending elections coming up in Pakistan, they also needed to have a show of force. And that's the reason why we saw the retaliation in uh, quite... Uh, a, a, a brutal manner with the killing of nine people. Now, Pakistan claims that this was an intelligence-based operation, that it was um, based on credible intelligence, and this was to a, uh, address these terrorist activities in the separatist region. But I think we also need to look at it in the broader context of what's happening in the Middle East. Um, It's clear that they're not attacking each other. I mean, Iran and Pakistan don't want to go to war with each other. But normally aiming a missile at another country is, there's a Latin phrase, causes belli, cause for war. But they're not aiming at each other, right? They, They want to work together. To a certain degree, yes, but also uh, the separatist groups that they identify as terrorists are on opposite sides of the border. So those that Pakistan are trying to uh, address are the ones who are in the Iranian territory, and they believe that Iran is not handling the security in that region. And vice versa, Iran feels that Pakistan is not dealing with the security on the other side of the border. Uh, And that creates a bit of a complication. In addition, Balochistan is also a very impoverished area. Um, And so their management of this area politically on both sides hasn't been the strongest. Um, And people do feel disenfranchised. People are aggrieved in this region and feel that they would want to have their own independence. So therefore, both sides uh, are trying to hold on to this territory. In the Middle East now... um We see so many different actors with different agendas using violence. Obviously, the biggest example, of course, is Israel in Gaza. Uh, You also have Hamas attacking Israel, the Houthis attacking shipping in the Red Sea. Now, these, the situation between Iran and Pakistan. Are more countries, is the risk now that more countries and more groups are being dragged into this sort of series of different but interlocking conflicts? Absolutely. So what has been taking place in in the recent history is that Uh, The USA and Israel have been um, identifying Iran as uh, a player and an actor who's been supporting these groups. So they say that uh, Iranian-backed Hamas, Iranian-backed Houthis, 
Iranian-backed Hezbollah. And it's almost like an invitation to Iran to say, come to this party that we're having. And Iran has responded very strongly in this last week to say, well, we're ready if you want us to. Um, Up until now, they've shown quite a lot of restraint. Two years ago, uh, the Americans took out one of their senior generals, Qasem Soleimani, Two weeks ago, at the commemoration of his assassination, there was an attack um, killing a number of people in Kerman in Iran. And so this may be also part of the buildup. What Iran's actions have been has not just been in Pakistan. They've also attacked into uh, Kurdistan in um, Iraq, in the Erbil region, uh, killing an, an oil magnate who is believed to have ties to Mossad. They've then also launched attacks into Syria. And that, for me, was very interesting because they have military bases in Syria and they didn't use those military bases for the attack. But instead, they attacked directly out of Iran, which uh, targeted Idlib. Um, and that was said to be targeting ISIS and Hayat al-Tahrir al-Sham. They have been having conflict in um, Syria and have been working uh, with the Syrian regime. But this particular action was also a show of force to say that we have the ballistic re- uh, missile range capacity to be able to reach Tehran, because Idlib and Tehran are, uh, uh, sorry, to be able to reach Tel Aviv. Um, because Idlib and Tel Aviv are equidistant mm. from Iran. Sure. Zinat Adam, thank you very much indeed. Deputy Executive Director at the Afro-Middle East Centre.